Welcome to Keeping Your Together in a Stressed World with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Each week, we explore down and dirty ways to stop awfulizing, catastrophizing, going down the rabbit hole, and moving through all the craziness that is happening right now. We're here to create a community of like-minded people as we give you tips, tricks, and techniques for keeping sane in an unhinged world. And now, here are your hosts, Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. Hey, everybody. This is Scott Grossberg, one of your co-hosts for the podcast, Keeping Your Shit Together in a Stressed World. And I'm here with my co-host, Michelle Post. Hey, Michelle. Hello, Scott. Hello to our special guest and those of you listening out there. Um, to, to, today is a pre-recorded session. So um, other than our featured guest, we don't have any listeners watching us today. Thank you all for listening to uh, this particular podcast session today. And again, just as a quick reminder for everybody, it always helps us when you subscribe, comment, and uh, share us with others on your favorite podcast platform. So Michelle, what is going on? Well, Scott, since we are pre-recording, but this will be released April 18th, I thought I would look up ahead of time. What's what's national holidays are on April 18th for people and how could we give them some tips around that? So um, you might be surprised to know that April 18th is National Animal Crackers Day, which if you have a gluten allergy, you might want to look up a gluten-free version of an animal cracker. Um, on a serious note, it's also Adult Autism Awareness Day. So maybe you know somebody that's struggling with autism or has learned to successfully cope or has a loved one with autism. This might be a great day to reach out to them and say hi and tell them that you love them and see if they need any support from you. Um, if you know a lineman, you know those people that keep power going, right? They climb. It's a very dangerous job they climb these poles or go underground and repair our electrical structures and they're called linemen and it's also national lineman appreciation day so if you know glenn, glenn can't glenn campbell would be happy oh okay <laughs> i'm a lineman for the county <laughs> and then uh, lastly uh, it is easter monday in the u.s at least and maybe anybody celebrating easter and so Eggs are a symbol of Easter, and I looked it up. They represent new life and spring and rebirth. So I just thought we might want to inspire people to think about, is there something new that you'd like to foster growth in in your, in your life today? Is there something you want to renew, or is there part of you that needs rebirth? And maybe later in our session, this is, this is the podcast for you as we're talking about how to stay organized when you get bored easily. Well, you know, I, I, and I appreciate the seriousness of what you just talked about in all those days, but let's get real. The most important day that you've mentioned in there, following up on our Dirty Little Secrets show, is the animal cracker. So what? folks, I need you all to go out. If you already know mother's circus animals, the things that are the animal yes. crackers. With, with the white with and the, the pink and the... They now, they now have mythical creature versions. <gasps> so I'm just telling you my dirty little secret in the cupboard. I have mythical, <laughs> mythical creatures. And I love these freaking things with coffee. <laughs> oh, see, look, I knew about the candy corn, but I didn't know about the animal crackers. Oh, yeah. Spark <laughs> sparkling mythical creatures. You get a sea serpent, you get a sea serpent, a unicorn, a mermaid and a dragon life is complete. You know, we all need more magic in our life, even if it is in the form of a cookie slash cracker <laughs> covered in icing. Now, yeah, now, having said that, in all seriousness, because I actually don't know the answer to this, Michelle, I don't know if you do either before we bring our guest on. Uh -huh. When we talk about autism, a lot yes. of times you hear people talk about on the spectrum. What yes, does that mean? So in the past, the Diagnostic and Statistic Manual had a separate categorization called Asperger's, which is really high functioning on the spectrum autism, but typically, uh, so uh, some people refer to themselves as atypical, this, uh, not normative. So with an atypical person in the Asperger's high functioning autism range, they might miss social cues, 
they might miss, they might not really love physical affection, but can totally carry a conversation, perform well in school, carry jobs, hold certain certain jobs. Maybe there's some um, idiosyncrasies that you'd pick up on. I think I've probably dated a few people with Asperger's in my life. And so like there, you can have loving relationships and families and that kind of thing. You can anywhere on the spectrum, but what they mean by the spectrum is all the way lower functioning where you might need 24 seven care because you may self hit or self harm all the way to high functioning where you can be completely independent and live a life, um, and most people might not even notice. And there's a wonderful Netflix show uh, about um, was dating, dating with autism or dating on the spectrum, I think it was called, where most of the people were very high functioning autism on the spectrum, but they were trying to find love. Very sweet show, real documentary, not a fake show. And then there was a wonderful drama that I think you and I used to talk about, Scott, um, was that called Atypical? Atypical. I love that show. Ah, yeah. such a good show. So both 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 forms of formats can give you a sense of some of the, the challenges that people with autism have. Um, there was a woman on for Big Brother fans that are out there. <laughs> I say that, I say that. <laughs> Brian, my partner has gotten me into Big Brother. What has happened to me? Um, <laughs> but I know there's a huge community out there and I, I have learned to love it. But there was a woman on last season of Big Brother, I wanna say, who came on screen and said, I have autism and she struggled a little bit socially picking up cues. But other than that, she's a teacher and she's awesome and she plays um, sports and she's into Taekwondo lives a very full life. So when we talk about on the spectrum, it's low level of care needs from professionals all the way to very high level 24 seven care. That helpful. It, it is. And I was actually, as we were chatting, looking up the, the patterns of behavior, cause I've never looked at it before, but I certainly having watched shows or, or spoken with people have heard about people being on the spectrum. Uh -huh. And I've, I've often wondered just again, no disrespect to anybody. I've yeah. often wondered if all of us aren't just high functioning at some point, sure. because, and on the spectrum. because I hear things like mm -hmm. poor eye contact is one of the things I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, failure to respond to his or her name. Oh, hell, my wife will tell you that happens <laughs> all the time. Um, you know, um, Missing social Do, cues, doesn't, right? Uh, doesn't understand simple questions or directions. I'll be the first to tell you, God help me if we didn't have Thomas Brother Guides back in the day or a <laughs> GPS, because I'm constantly getting lost. Um, however, there are some other patterns of behavior in here that I don't think I engage in. Um, but there are others, you know, specific routines and rituals. Hell, we've done yeah. entire shows on that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the big one on here that I've noticed is that they, are, they don't engage in imitative or make-believe play. Well, my whole life is made up of make-believe play. So <laughs> we're going to take that one off the list. Make-believe animal crackers in the closet. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That, whoa. Very magical. <laughs> yeah. I, I correct my language. But, you know, again, I, I look at this, you know, having specific food preferences. Who doesn't? Yes, yes. But there's a spectrum there. Well, again, that's what, and so I'm, I'm glad you brought yes. it up because I think it I think it's important for people to understand you. Number one, you don't have to be defined by things. But yeah. more importantly, if you do need help, there are certainly people out there, you can go to a doctor who specializes in this kind of situation, Absolutely. and they can help diagnose if not, mm -hmm. you know, at least talk you through it. Right. And like that show on Netflix, uh, Dating on the Spectrum, I think it was called, there was a relationship person that came in to help people understand normal dating rituals and things that would turn a person off on a first date versus show signs of interest and how to help people feel seen and heard when you struggle with making eye contact or you struggle with 
cues or you're really, really interested in one specific area and you talk about it for 45 minutes, and you don't ask yeah. the other person one question. You know, that that can be a warning sign. You know. Yeah. So go ahead. I, I dare you to now transition us into our featured guest from this to that. Well, I get bored easily. So we're going to switch subjects totally. <laughs> uh, so uh, our guest today, Christina Courtney, I'll give her a more formal introduction, but she's a good friend of mine. We, if those of you that listen to the podcast regularly, you might remember her from April 25th, a year ago, when she came on episode 59 on healing stress at its root. She's an amazing coach and a spiritual coach and teacher and healer, but she and I are friends. And I, we were talking about being bored and how do you still stay organized when you can so easily get distracted and bored with things. And um, I think she has kind of some ingenious tools to keep herself on track that I have stolen and applied in my own life. And there's probably more I want to steal. Um, if you want to learn more about her and her coaching, I, I suggest you go back and listen to episode 59. But today she came on as my friend to chat about this important subject, how to keep yourself organized if you're one of the people like us who gets bored very easily. <laughs> so uh, Christina, can you can find out more about her from Christina B. Courtney.com. She, like I said, she is a wonderful coach and works in with businesses and workshops as well as individuals. And uh, Christina, welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here again. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for, thank you for coming back. <laughs> mm -hmm, my pleasure. Yeah. So Christina, how, how do you stay organized? Like, would you consider yourself one of those people that can get bored easily? Or is, is that just my title for me? <laughs> no, I, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. I like to mix things up. I like, uh, I'm a little bit of, of both. I like some consistency, some routines, structures. I definitely thrive when I have okay. structures in my life and I have a terrible memory. So writing things down, <laughs> getting them on, on paper or in the computer or somewhere physical so that they don't have to rely on my memory in order to get them done is super, super important. Mm. But I also like to mix things up, you know, that energy of, you know, every time you move, right. You have to like clean out all your stuff, declutter, yes. and like you get this fresh start. And so there's something about that fresh start that just reinvigorates my life. And so uh -huh. as opposed to, you know, making myself wrong for not doing it a certain way or following somebody else's structure. Um, I really like to give radical permission to just be yourself, go with the flow, <laughs> whatever you want to do. And so over the years, I've just decided to give myself radical permission to just mix things up when I get bored and uh, to try something else out. So, oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. I feel like channeling my inner queer. I just finished Netflix Queer Eye. I'm like, yes, queen, my so inner may, Jonathan. Can I interrupt? May, may I interrupt here? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to play devil's advocate to the two oh, yes. of you. And, 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 and I want just some baseline for listeners okay. because I don't, Please don't take this the wrong way, but I don't get bored. I don't remember ever being bored. How does that happen? That's awesome. I'm um, a little jealous. <laughs> um, so I, I think that there's different personality types, right? And there's different people that resonate with different things. And I think that that's one of the reasons why this may resonate with some people and totally not with other people. Because I remember I listened to your podcast. One of my first podcasts that I listened to from you guys was I think the one Scott, where you were talking about organizing your email box. And I was I like, know. this is brilliant. This Isn't is so good. And I was like, he's got this system and it's like you, I can tell how much it works for you. And I love it. And there was a part of me that like really wanted to try that out. And I think I did for a little while and I was like, okay, how do we do this? And I kind of, and then you got bored with it yeah <laughs> and then I was like I don't I don't know like I'm not as excited to look at my emails anymore <laughs> and I may ah. I just need to like mix it up so the okay. two of you the two of you are the yes. the and I'm not, I'm saying this very genuinely you're the ones that wear the necklace IDTA I did that already yes yes, <laughs> yes. and I'm the guy that's like 
I'm doing it. It works. Leave me alone. Yes. Yeah. But okay. I'm also that person too. Like, I don't like to change things that are working. Like for instance, yes. those, those of you who are not here in person, you cannot see that all three of us are wearing black. <laughs> I will tell you. Wait, you say that like it's a bad thing. No, I love it. In fact, it's one of those things that doesn't like most of my wardrobe is black. It mixes and matches well together. It looks professional. It's one less decision I have to make. Why am I so stressed about? Yeah. I, I don't want to be stressed about you, what you I You want to lose the decision fatigue. Yes. So I agree with you in that I like not fixing things that aren't broken. Yeah. But if I'm trying a new habit on or trying to break an old habit, that takes a lot of trial and error for me. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a, like a routine rebel. I don't know about you, Christina, but well, you said you like some structure. So I'm probably the, on the spectrum, ha-ha, I worked <laughs> it back on the spectrum. I'm like the least routinized person I know. So okay. the, the reason I was asking the question, and then I'm going to sit back and listen to you guys is because for listeners of this show, I think it's important for them to understand, even if you're like me, you're going to get something out of this show I hope so. and, and what they're, <laughs> what they're calling boredom. Um, I, I am very much in tune with it. It's just, I don't call it boredom. I call it curiosity. Um, it's like, I, I want new stuff, Yes. but I'm yeah. not bored with the old stuff. Whereas okay. so, some of you are literally just give me new stuff. Right. And, and, and that know, lights you is, up. And there's something here for everybody. Yes, because this is perfect. The reason why I asked Christina to come on is she has several organizational tools that she circles through. So it's not that she never goes back to them. It's that she needs more than just one. Cool. And I love that. <laughs> so back to you, Christina. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally resonate with, with everything that you both are saying, because there are some things in my life that just work. I like it. That's my routine. And I don't want to change it. Like I sleep on the left side of the bed, yes. really comfortable with that. We're not going to change that routine. <laughs> like nope, When my partner when goes travel. to that side, cause he wants routine. I'm like, uh, uh, nope, go back to your side. So, <laughs> so there are some areas where it's, um, I just, I really like that routine and it works. And then there's other areas where I just want to mix it up, have some variety, and then maybe even cycle back to the same things that I've done before. So yeah, I think that, that, um, I would just encourage everyone to embrace whatever you're feeling organically. Like there's some people that may say, you know what, I want one system to just like find something that works for me, use it for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And then other people may really resonate with two out of the three things that I do and maybe have another two that they also like and cycle through those four together. So really, um, I would, I would encourage people just to kind of tune into what feels good for them and like what resonates with them and just give themselves permission to do whatever works for them. Right. Cause what works right. for me may not work for you or what works for somebody else may not work for me. So right. I love that. So yeah. you have permission to pick where you are on the spectrum and dabble. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina, tell us about one of your organizational tools. Sure. Yeah. Um, so one of them is um, on the phone. So uh -huh. I, I love technology. I love that my phone is with me literally 24 um, seven. And, and that if I don't have a pen and paper, if I don't, if I'm not in my office where my other systems are, um, that I can just go to my phone and jot it down. So, so one of there's, and there's tons of these apps. Um, there, there is no shortage of organizational apps for your phone, but one <laughs> that I am, am loving at the moment, and you can cycle through these as well is Todoist. So oh. it's basically, um, it's, it's an app called Todoist. It pops up and you can have, you just list out all the things that you have to do. Okay. And if you want to add something else, like I just realized this morning, I'm running out of contact solution, right? I can add a little thing in here, you know, onto my little shopping tab and add in, you know, new yes. things that I need to purchase while I'm out, other things I need to remember, something I need to mail. And you can also categorize it. So you can categorize it by different topics and you can also prioritize them too. And you can move them to other days. So if I'm like, oh, I need to do this thing, but I don't need to do it till Thursday, you can type it in and then have it pop up for you on Thursday when you actually need to do it. Oh. So that's one that I, I absolutely like love. That. I like that better than my Alexa, although we use Alexa at home because if you're cooking and you run out of an item and your hands are dirty with mm. cooking stuff, yep. I like to tell her, hey, add such and such <laughs> to my list. 
And then when I go shopping, I have my list there already made, Mm -hmm. right? But I I don't know if she does the things like on Thursday, do this or on da-da-da-da, do that. So that the to-doist may be something I have to check out. Yeah. And I I may need to check out Alexa. I have not used that. Just because I just tell her. Can you do this? Yeah. It's it's like you're running through the house doing something. Hey, will you add a reminder to such and such? I just I love Alexa. Okay. Yeah, that is a great Probably tip. Go off in the background. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say it though. Yeah. Oh. So um, I love that one. Another one that um, some more like project organizer brain types uh, enjoy is Trello. Um, I've used that one as well. You can like organize different boards and you can use that to manage your business. I mean, there's like so many different things that you can do with it. I'm definitely not an expert. That's not one that I'm cycling through at the moment, Um, but it is a great tool that I know a lot of people really enjoy. So do you use any of those, Scott, any of those Um, organization apps? Yes. Um, and, 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 and I'm, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying so to, funny. Yes. And I've abandoned them. Um, okay. oh. so, so what I, what I've done, uh, instead of Trello, I use Asana, A-S-A-N-A, okay. um, which I find more intuitively good for me. However, mm-hmm. Trello does the same thing. It's just, they're two different graphic user interfaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. it, I, I love both. I love the concept of both of them. And I love the fact you can do boards. Uh, we have talked about this on the show before that instead of Todoist, um, I got to tell you, uh, my wife and I use Cozy, C-O-Z-I, oh, which allows C-O-Z-I. us to share the to-do lists. Uh, and so it also goes out and reads my Google calendar. So all my to-do lists go as tasks, et cetera, et cetera. And we got all that stuff in there. Cozy in a non-destructive way incorporates it. So she can be anywhere and see that I've got a podcast or that I've got a mastermind coming up or an appearance. And you can in there, you know, if I notice we're out of coffee, I can because it's important. This is part of my routine. I drink, <laughs> I drink coffee and He's I got know. His cuff up. No, no, I drink, co- I drink coffee and I know things. Um, <laughs> and so, and so, the, you know, it allows us to, to share that stuff back and forth. I have really taken all these to-do lists, you know, um, what is it? Forget the milk or something like that was one that was out there. And I've gone back to Google calendar and the tasks because it's oh. so easy to sync. Okay. You can okay. do everything. You can do everything Christina was saying. So if it's for me, I'm using Google Calendar. If it's something that's going to be shared, I'm using Cozy and just sharing my Google Calendar. Okay. Oh, I love okay. that. That's really helpful for uh, those of us with couples. Now, by the way, I want to keep track of. Yeah, I'm going to add one one quick thing to what Christina was saying. Um, and I work with my business mastermind, teaching the, the folks how to do stuff like Trello. Uh huh. For those of you in business. You can do lead referral generation. You can do event tracking. You can do referral tracking and contacts. It's re- you can literally take Trello and or Asana and put them on steroids and it will completely organize your business. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've heard Check really awesome things about Asana that people are really loving that. Yeah. For By the way, all, the, all this stuff is free, folks. Okay. You, don't have to have, you don't have to have a paid account for any of this. Okay. Okay, so Todoist, Cozy, Asana, Trello. Okay, what what else is in the rotation? Um, I know, right? So good. Um, so I'd say that those are my main like digital rotations, right? Okay. And I've learned of some new ones that I'm really excited to try out. So thank you, Scott. Next time I get bored, I have a list right here. <laughs> so I love that. Um, you know what? You, you just made me realize maybe I do get bored because I play with these digital th- and it's only in the digital world. Mm-hmm. I play with the digital stuff and it's like, God, is there anything better out there? Yes. And so I'm constantly yeah. looking. So yeah, maybe I do. There you go. All right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so in addition to digital, what I recognized is like, I, I love digital for efficiency sake. Digital is definitely like number one, right? Um, we always have our technology next to us. What I did recognize though, is that when I started 
the more I had to do and the more things piled up on that digital outline, the more like overwhelming it got. And there's just something so beautiful about checking something off, (laughs) clearing it off. And also that hand to paper thing. And I know there's been studies about, you know, hand to paper and just how powerful that is. I'm not definitely not an expert in this arena, so I can't quote any of those studies, but I just know from my own personal experience, there's something so beautiful about just grabbing a piece of paper, having like a fresh start and writing it out. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I I did most recently, the last time I got bored is I actually (laughs) switched over to using like a a pretty traditional like planner. So I actually have like a a planner that I have different tabs in. So like one of them is the to-do list. So I'll do, um, when I need to get inspired in the morning, like ready, and I'm going to like accomplish some things, I'll go through my different to-do lists and I'll write one out. That's just for that day of things that are more manageable, like the actual things that I want to accomplish. Cause there's something that happens with me when I, when I have too many things on my to-do list and I can't get them done, I'm like deer in a headlight. I will go procrastinate. You will not find me doing anything because I'm just overwhelmed. Oh my God. So if I get overwhelmed, it's like, if there's too much, it feels like I can't conquer it. And then I'm just like, why even bother? And I don't even think this consciously. I think it all happens more subconsciously and I will find myself, I don't know, running to target or (laughs) doing something that is definitely not so productive. Working in the garden. (laughs) Right? Uh Yes. Playing a video game. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or distracting myself, thinking that I'm doing something productive that is definitely not at the top of the list. Like if I were to really critically look and see like what actually needs to get done and I'm gardening, you know, like (laughs) something's a bit off. So Wait, hey. I, I got to ask a question, both you, you and Michelle, because mm-hmm. I can see how you guys are like-minded souls, right? <laughs> were you the guy, were you the people like when a test was coming up that you would cram before the test? Yeah. 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 Wow. Read okay. something like, but this can't apply because there's three of us here. I think we're all really bright people. I read something that said the, like kind of the drama of the gifted child is that because you get bored, you need a fake thing, like a deadline and you procrastinate in order to motivate you to study. Because if you do it too far in advance, you'll get really bored and you'll lose interest. And then usually that catches up to you by high school, but a really gifted person might go all the way through undergrad or in my case, graduate school and never face the punishment of the procrastination because the giftedness allows you to rise up. So I want to say this. I don't like the feeling. (laughs) I want to say this to listeners because the tools, because the tools Michelle and Christina and I are talking about, particularly what Christina is talking about also work for the the folks like me to -hmm. get it out of our brains because I I, I do something different. If I have a to-do list, I want it all done because otherwise I will think about it all night and it yeah. will weigh on my subconscious. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be up at two in the morning getting stuff done. So I want everything to the extent it's workable off my plate. Mm-hmm. And, and so these to-do lists, more importantly, what Christina said, getting it off is yeah. really important for folks like me, because yeah. at that point it's out of my brain. I don't have to think about it. And I'm one of those out of sight, out of mind people. Mm. Have I said to you before the quote from Albert Einstein, it's something like the brain is not for remembering the brain is for creating. Mm. I'm all about that. Yeah. By writing things down, you free your brain to be creative, to be present, to be engaged, not to be focused on remembering your to-do list. Now, Christina, Christina, you, you (laughs) held up and people are going to be listening to this. You held up a three ring, small pocket binder. Um, and I remember that I remember the old planners. It looks like what you've done is you've held up dividers and then you put tabs on them, right? Yeah. So this is, I think it's called a six. There's like different types of sizes, but this is like more like a medium ish size. It's not the small, not the large. And I have like five different tabs. So the first one is to-do list. And like you were talking about Scott, like if you have a a to-do list, my thing is either I get overwhelmed or I'm like thinking about it. And then I like go super focused and getting it all done, even if it's not necessary. So I actually write two different to-do lists now. So I have like a to-do list for the day. And then I have like a to-do list, which 
is like the things that are not priorities, but things Perfect. that I also don't want to forget about, like, you know, maybe buy new seeds to plant in the garden, you know, definitely not priority, but like at some point I was inspired that I don't want to forget. Right? Yeah. Eventually also, I'd like to do this. Yeah. And I also don't want it hanging out in my brain. Right. I don't want it clogging up the, the creative right. process, yeah. but at least if I can get it down on paper, then I can come back to it later. And then when I have accomplished everything for that day, I can go to the other list, which is like the, the things that don't, um, usually they're things that don't have a specific timeline or are less priority. And then I can always refer back to that in the future as I'm creating a new to-do list for the day to see if there's anything that now is priority and does need to be bumped up because it's time to cram for that test, right? <laughs> 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 which, which makes a lot of sense. I I'm definitely that personality type. And I think also being a business owner, an entrepreneur, a solopreneur yes. where yes. there are no, no one's creating deadlines, but me, right. Yep. Unless mm-hmm. I have a, a, you know, I've put a specific deadline because I've launched a program or I have client sessions, et cetera. There's something really, if I don't do things like this, nothing will get done. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so I liked, and that's also part of the reason that I, I think I circulate too, is that I, since I'm the one who's deciding the deadlines, I need a little bit more variety or a little bit more accountability. So mm. switching it up and revisiting it regularly tends to give me a little bit more of that. So Perfect. yeah, love that. So I'm going to add one thing just in the to-do list for those who Mm -hmm. also want another tool. If you have not heard of the Eisenhower matrix, um, it's called many things, but President Eisenhower made it famous. Uh, This is where you take a piece of paper, much like what Christina's talking about and draft, put it into a quadrant. Mm -hmm. So you've got four, four squares Mm -hmm. and you, you put at the top important, and then you put at the bottom, not important over at the left, you put not urgent and over at the right, you put urgent. And that's oh. how you that's how you oh. triage or vet your to-do list. And you say, okay, if it's not urgent and it's important, right? To, that's what Christina was just talking about. That goes in the, I'm going to decide later or schedule it later box. If mm. it's important and urgent, then you got to light a fire under your butt and do it. Yeah. If it's yeah. urgent and not important, I want you to think about that. It's got to get done, but it's not important to you. Then you delegate it to somebody else. And you write down who can you give it to. Mm. And if it's not urgent and it's not important, big, big thing for Scott, not important, not urgent, freaking delete it out of your life. <laughs> Love that. But that could be like, learn to play the ukulele. <laughs> you no, know, and- no, no, no. That's, it. That's important for you. Oh. It's just not urgent. Oh, I don't know. It's in the well, non-important, not urgent. Yeah, see, for, for me, if and again, I'm, I, I don't want to take away from, from Christina today, but I, I have a, a mantra that I live by. Okay. That, it, that if I want it, then it's a must. Okay. <laughs> and I like I really, that. And I'm really good at saying no. I don't window shop. Right. And I know there are a lot of people out there that like to window shop. It's yeah. just your, your working personality. So what Christina is giving you is really powerful stuff. It is. To sit down and just take this notebook and really, I can't emphasize enough, writing it out by hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if, if you've got two tabs, the to-do list for the day and the to-do list for eventually, what are your other tabs? Yeah. So those actually, they just go under to do. I always have the first sheet is like what I'm doing today. And then okay. behind that, I'll have like other just not Stop. important. Yeah. Yeah. To do not urgent. And I'll sometimes even have it by category too. Like if there's a particular area in my life that I'm working on, I may have a whole list of things that I eventually need to get to in that area of my life, but mm-hmm. totally not urgent. So, so you might have like a business category. You might have a personal yeah. or a health category or, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Like there's a category of different, um, things that I would like to train my dog We're we're now taking, uh, our, our dog back to, to puppy kindergarten. And so there's, there's just ridiculous things that are in my head. There's some like tricks that are on there or some different like commands we need to work on, you know? So anyways, I digress. Um, the next <laughs> is, um, shopping because for me, that's an area where I can get really distracted and I can procrastinate in. So if there's something, like, like Scott was saying, if there's something on the to-do list, I need to like clear it out. 
I will do that around like shopping. So if I need yes. a couple of different things from the other stores, it's like lingering in my head and it's not urgent. I could wait a few weeks before I get contact solution, but I need to put it down on that list. And so I'll put it down. I have a couple of shopping lists by different stores. Like there's mm-hmm. some things that, you know, I need to get from Costco, but it's definitely not urgent. But next time I go to Costco, I want to make sure I get it. So I have one sheet mm-hmm. under shopping. That's all like different stores and different things that I could pick up. So next time I do go to Costco, I will remember to get that thing from Costco. Does make sense. Trader Joe's has amazing Peruvian rice. Yes. And you can only get it there. Yes, exactly. It's for those things because otherwise I'm going to be at Trader Joe's getting Peruvian rice and then it's not important. Right. Yes. So, so yes. So that's what I use that for. I also will use that for, um, like gift ideas or for Christmas. So if, um, there's like several people in my life that I need that I, I buy regular gifts for. Right. So whenever I notice that somebody in my life needs something, like I was just, we just got back from vacation. I recognize my husband doesn't have, he needs like a new toiletry case. Right. And so it's like, Oh, note to self, write that in there. And then next time I'm like, oh, it's his birthday or it's a, I need to go get him something for some reason. I can look back and say like, oh, here's my list of things that he needs or is helpful or useful. So I often do that for friends and I wind up being a better gift giver. You are, (laughs) we need to have you back on, on how to be a good gift giver. Cause now I've just found one of your secrets. That is one of my secrets is I will keep record throughout the, anytime somebody mentions something, I'm like, Oh, they want that. They need that goes on the list or in my, in my brain. So yeah, that's, it's really helpful. So she, she is a really good gift giver, Scott. Like it's incredible. I I have to learn from Christina about that. (laughs) Not my skill (laughs) set. The list. Okay. Now, okay. And then I also, another category, um, you can, you can basically make these, whatever are like things that you're working on in your life right now. So one of them is for me is money right now. My, uh, my husband and I, we just joined finances, just got married. We are now working with a financial coach and doing all these things. I also invest in crypto and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of like a little bit of a a financial nerdy. She does. (laughs) I, no, um, no, no. I just invested as well. And it's like, I'm watching the pricing go. No. It's time to invest more. I, <laughs> Everything's on sale. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, so I'll put like my low buy targets and stuff when I'm like learning about something in crypto. So I have a list of cryptos that I'm interested in. I do a lot of research. I'll take lots of different notes from different um, like podcasts I listen to. So I have a whole category for that because otherwise I have like little notes and papers all over the house. So this just keeps oh. it really organized. So oh. Yeah. And then I have um, a miscellaneous corner category. And then I also have a calendar. So in the calendar, it actually has like the traditional calendar tabs where you can like see your calendar laid out. And sometimes in this, I will write down like when I work out, I'll give myself like a little star or like different things that I'm focusing on at that particular time. Um, I'll, I'll jot down in the calendar or keep track of. So now I'm going to ask a, I'm going to ask a question, Christina, Mm because I do what you do and I love that you're doing this. With one difference, I, I notice you're using a three-ring notebook. I use uh-huh. a mole. I use a moleskin, okay. uh, which means it gets written down. And other than me crossing it out, I write everything in pen so it cannot be erased. It's down in ink, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. down there. Um, you can't unless you rip the pages out. They're always there. I like being able to go back and look at what I've done. Do you find just the opposite because you're using a three ring binder? It's like, I'm done with it. Rip it out, throw it away. Don't look at it again. Or do you ever keep any of this to memorialize where you've been? Yeah. So yes and no. So I, my third system that I'm going to share with you is brilliant for giving yourself that like, wow, look what I did. I'm going to get to that in a second, but oh, yeah, okay. this is my, oh, that, that is what started this conversation. Wait, 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 wait. Let me explain that. She's hold, what Christina's holding up is a big gigantic glass urn for lack of a better way to put it. Um, and, and I'm taking that this, this is, these are post-it notes in there. Yeah. With multiple colors. We ought to run a contest, but unfortunately we're not video. We could say how many post-it notes does she actually have in there? Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> the prize is a virtual hug. 
Anyway, so, so yeah, I definitely love that as well. And there's value in that, but in this particular system in my, um, in my notebook, I love the rings because I can continue using the same one over and over and just chuck things out when I don't need them. Like all my grocery lists and stuff. I don't really necessarily want to keep track of those as much. So that's the benefit to this system. Whereas some of my other ones, I do like that feeling of accomplishment of like, okay, I did this. And even the ones, um, sometimes when I'm crossing things out, there's like little pockets in the back. I'll take out one of the sheets when I'm completely done and just fold it up, stick it back here. And then I'm like, wow, look at all those, you know, things that I did this that I done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> By the end of the week. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. There's a, a little bit of, of all of it in there. Perfect. Uh-huh. So it's a bit, so bottom line is it's also a built-in reward system. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Big, big, that's a big thing, folks, for those of you listening who want to gamify your life, right? You take these little small, you chunk it down, you create these little tasks, but every task has to have a reward. And if the Mm -hmm. reward is I get to throw it out or fold it up and put it in the back, you've just gamified your life and made it more interesting. So you're Mm -hmm. not bored. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the last system that I use, um, is the most gamified version. Of I agree. The three. And that is, I'm going to try my best to explain it, but also feel free to, to help me. Uh, okay. Scott and Michelle is that basically I have a poster board in my office. Okay. Um, okay. So it's like, it's a uh, landscape and at the top, maybe one third is the days of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, blah, 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 in their own box. And then on the left side below that is a kind of a big square that says or, today mm-hmm. and, and then, then done. Yep. And then on the right bottom, I have two different categories. One of them is a box for business to do. One of them is a box for personal to do. So essentially okay. how you use this is I have two different colored post-it notes. Um, and one of them is for business. One of them is for personal. So the business is pink. The personal is yellow. And whenever I'm working on projects, I, I have a stack of them. I actually took it down from this board because I wasn't sure. So these are, were all posted up here. So these were oh. all like business things that I will put in that specific category. If there's something that I'm working on, so some, some project that needs to get done in the business area, I will put a, write it on a post-it, put it in the business category in the business plot. And that's the holding zone. So until I'm actually ready to do it, that's just where all the ideals go. That's where the to-do list lands. When I sit at my desk and I'm like, okay, it's time to get some stuff done. What I will do is instead of tackling all of it, because some of these things, um, like there's a book I'm working on, there's some to do things that have literally been on my board for a year. Right. So those particular things, they just stay there. So they're, they're staying there, but when I'm ready for it, what happens then is I take that to that post-it and I move it over to the today category. And I have this really, yeah, Uh which is on the left in the, like a block on the left middle section is Uh everything that I need to do today. So I will move those, those little post-its, any of the personal, any of the business ones that need to get done that today. I'll put them in that today category, or if there's some that need to go on Thursday or Tuesday or Friday, they can go on the top banner, uh-huh. which is all the, the days of the week. And every week I'll just, you know, re- revise it and update it for what's going on. Then the beautiful thing is it's super visual because I have all these right. things in the today section. And as right. I get them done, I move them to the done section. So they go to the bottom left-hand corner in the done category at the end of the day, then they all go in my Into big base base urn contraption, <laughs> <laughs> which is see-through and clear. So you can yeah. see all the colored post-its. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then this is like a reward system. This is like my own little personal reward system. Oh, "Oh, I did that. I did that. Look how much I accomplished. By the way, um, those of you listening, it's like three fourths full. Christina gets a lot done. Just saying. Which is nice to feel because sometimes I only get like one or two things done a day, you know, but it adds up. And when you're looking at it and moving them around, it becomes like a game to me. Right. And I'm like, okay, what am I working on? What's important? And then I also can visually categorize them. So in my business, there's certain marketing things that I'm working on. There's certain, like if I'm, there was a time when I was revising my website. 
So I had all the, those, and they were in like one category in the business section. And then there was another one that was just about, you know, clients I needed to call back or follow up with, or some accounting tasks. So I can also categorize them, really visually see them with the post-its and then say one day, I just want to work on accounting for my business. Then I'll take all those post-its from the accounting section, put those in the today area. And then throughout the day, I'm moving them over to the done category. So it's like another form of um, reward. And it's also super visual. Like I really love the visual aspect mm-hmm. of it and like getting it out on paper, which you can do again with all these digital things. So if, if you're not as much of a, a visual person, then this probably won't resonate as much. You may want to just do a digital version of this system because this exists essentially digitally. This is just something that I adapted for my workspace that is just really motivating for me mm-hmm. when I'm working through projects. So I love it. It's something that I've seen in your home office multiple times. And the whole reason why this conversation started is the artist in me loves the bright colored post-its and seeing them go in the jar and seeing them move around your calendar. Like, I don't know in our show notes without telling people what you worked on, but I'd love to see if we could create a diagram. Um, I don't know in our show notes or a photo of it. I made like a Oh, you made like a little smaller spreadsheet version. Maybe you can send us a photo or people will contact you at christinabcourtney.com if they want a photo or something like that. that, That's going to be just so, I mean, the show notes are not visual, unfortunately, uh, in the platform we're on. They're just notes. Um, So yeah, I invite everybody. um, And again, Christina, why don't you remind everybody how to contact you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, my website is christinabcourtney.com. So you can email me at christina at christinabcourtney.com. My email is <laughs> and that's with a website. that's with a C. Correct. C. Yep. Yeah. So Christina is is the C H and the middle initial is B as in boy. So, um, so yeah, you're welcome to do that. And you're also just welcome to do a layout that suits you. So this was, this just came out of thin air from me just playing around with it of like, what would be helpful. So I just basically have a bar on the top. That's all the different days divided by seven. Then on the left, um, portion below that I have the today and then the done section there. And on the right is the area for the business and for the personal. And actually I'm, I'm focusing a lot more on my husband's business now too. And I have a bunch of to-do lists for that. So I'm actually going to turn this into three sections. So oh. I'm going to have each of the different businesses and then my personal stuff as well. So it'll be three sections instead of two. And maybe there's people that don't want this top bar with all of the, the, days. Um, the days, you know, maybe you just want to create the different sections of the different topics in your life and a different mm-hmm. post-it color for those. And then just mm-hmm. have the, the other section that's the stuff you're working on today and then you're done category so mm-hmm. you can really customize this to whatever works for you but the mm-hmm. essence of it is just having a place to categorize and move around the the different post-it notes based on the topics that you're working on and feel accomplished by collecting them in your own glass jar and mm-hmm. seeing them fill up so mm-hmm. i love it i love it i i, I pretty much use outlook it's so it's so plain and boring except i have colored categories for everything that i do so i look to my right and i can see everything i've done today it's all categorized it's just electronic instead of on the board and then it's day it's a day instead of a um and i move my to-do list around i like i'll pick things so if i don't need to do something till march or it is March, <laughs> May or September, it goes way out into the future on that calendar. Um, but it's even my to-do list goes on my Outlook calendar so I can keep track of my tasks. Love that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I think we have used our time up today. <laughs> I think we have. I hope it was helpful. I mean, I really, really appreciate you coming on, Christina, much just so. as a solopreneur. I've never heard that word before. Scott, you probably have. You've heard of everything. Um, but a solopreneur and these tricks that you've used to motivate yourself to get, a, you get a lot done, Christina. You're a very, despite the procrastination, you get a lot done. And that's, I feel the same about about me. I might talk about procrastinating a lot, but I've accomplished a lot and I've gotten a lot done and I get a lot done every day. It's just that, you know, I have to have these refresher courses to help me get reinvigorated about my organization. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think thank you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Giving yourself permission to do whatever inspires you. And even if it's, you know, going and buying new pens or a new, you know, post-it notes that are like flowers or something cutesy like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, these little things, I, I think they can feel silly in that, in the moment sometimes. And we feel, you know, why do I need this? But you know what, if you need it and it makes you more productive and it gives you that jolt of inspiration, why not? I love just giving permission to do whatever feels good. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to add one side benefit for all of you listening. Oh. And that is if you will do any of the items that Christina has mentioned, but most importantly, writing things out uh, and getting pens and just doodling along on your to-do lists, for example, studies have shown that it actually increases your memory. Mm, um, because yes. what has happened is our smartphones have made us stupid yep. and yes. we haven't had to do anything. And many of you, at least many of the people that I work with have commented, God, I'm not remembering what I used to do. The retention isn't there. My short-term memory shot to hell, blah, blah, blah. And it's because you, you don't have to rely on any of this anymore. That's and right. so what these systems do is they take you back to how we were coded to begin with. And yep. that's, you've got a really good memory. You just stopped freaking using it. Uh, and by viscerally writing this stuff out uh, and put a little stick, you don't have to be Picasso, put a little stick figure on, you know, I, and I, by the way, do this with my Zoom calls. If I've got a consulting or coaching thing, half my notes are little doodles of what we're talking about, et cetera. And it stimulates your memory system yep. uh, to, to, and you're going to start noticing, you're going to remember stuff better because we are visual people. We are not, you know, with, with rare exception, you know, if you say the word cow, most of you will think of a cow. Uh, yeah. I, I think of letters, but that's why I was really good with law with, with the spelling bee right um <laughs> and but, law. but and, and law yeah i mean i just visualize words but other than that you know if i can visualize pictures that's why that quadrant we were talking about right. or the or the, yeah. the layout that christina was talking about it you'll remember that yeah yeah and you'll see it when you're when you're walking around the world yeah. so I'm my last statement, other than thanking you again, Christina, for being here, is it's a quote from James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Changes, meaning really small changes. And it's something like, we will never rise to the level of our goals. We will fall to the level of our systems. And so I just encourage any of you to get out, get multiple systems, get a system, have a routine, change up your routine develop some systems to help you stay organized. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And again, Christina, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you uh, coming back yeah, and, and doing you. this with us. Next week, uh, we've got a very interesting discussion and show for you. Uh, and Helena uh, Jenichen is going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking about the perfect passion project. Uh, and just to give you a little tease, this is for those of you who want to increase your sex drive or find what you've lost. <laughs> yes. And she's Canadian like me. She and is. we all know Canadians are awesome people. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> thank you. <All> right. <laughs> With that, folks, thank you for listening again. Uh, please subscribe, like, share this with, with everybody. And until uh, next week, be well. Bye-bye. You've reached the end of another episode of Keeping Your Shit Together in a Stressed World with Michelle Post and Scott Grossberg. If you like our show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate our broadcast, and leave a review. The podcast is for general information only and not intended to be legal or mental health advice, nor the formation of a lawyer-client, nor therapist-patient relationship. Stay tuned for our next episode, and thank you for listening.